St. Joseph's Health presents another edition of its podcast, St. Joseph's Health MedCast. So if you're looking for a career in nursing, this may be the opportunity you're looking for. St. Joseph's Health, or SJH, is looking for passionate, motivated nurses who want to grow their skills and potential while working within a nationally recognized hospital. In fact, SJH offers the first magnet-designated nursing team in central New York that will also assist you in advancing your career while advancing the future of medicine. So let's learn more about this with Suzanne Tallarico, a registered nurse and the manager of talent acquisition at St. Joseph's Health. Suzanne, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. So first off, why St. Joseph's Health and what makes SJH stand out? First of all, thank you so much for having me. As someone who has been part of the St. Joseph's Health organization as a nurse for a lot of years, I was able to kind of grow up in St. Joseph's Health. And as people might say, sometimes I drink the Kool-Aid, but there are so many reasons why St. Joseph's is a great place to work. We've been part of the Syracuse community for over 150 years. Our roots are really embedded in the sisters who founded the organization. And it's just sort of been a tenant of the north side of Syracuse for a number of years. And really our community partnerships, the culture, everybody kind of says that their culture is something, but we have evidence of that in so many legacy families that function within the St. Joseph's network, siblings, spouses, children. We've gone through generations of being able to serve the community that we live in. And there are so many reasons why St. Joseph's Health, but that really is something that stands out, kind of our legacy of being able to employ families and to really continue that employment opportunity for people across the generations. It's okay to drink the Kool-Aid. It's good Kool-Aid. It is good Kool-Aid. It changes flavors from day to day, but it's definitely good Kool-Aid. It's good. It's very good. Not a problem there. So, Suzanne, tell us, what is the nursing model? It's really a team-based care delivery model. The whole pandemic certainly changed things in a lot of places, healthcare being a primary one. But when the pandemic surge started to become imminent, we really had to look at some of the things within our nursing model and how are we going to be able to accommodate the potential influx of sicker, more acute patients. So within that development and planning really kind of shifted this team-based care delivery model concept. It's always been primary care, patient-centered care, but this team-based care where you're kind of working within a Sometimes a set team, you might be working within the same team over a period of time so that you become very familiar with one another, but it's really this team-based care delivery that creates this ability to rely on your colleagues, your partners, the onus of everything doesn't fall onto one person, you're able to collaborate and really work together to ensure that the patient gets the best care. So it's really a team-based care delivery model is what we call it and how we promote it. It was something that we had wanted to do, I think, prior to the pandemic or had thought about how we could shift the model more in that direction, but the pandemic really expedited it, and then once the surge did not hit us quite as seriously as it has in some other places, it really was a great opportunity to kind of continue on 
in the development of that model and certainly not without some pain points and certainly growing pains, but our staff is resilient. Healthcare workers are resilient and we're kind of pushing through some of those pain points and really starting to see some of the benefits of this model. So you mentioned it's a team-based care delivery model. Does that include centralized scheduling then? And if so, what are the benefits of centralized scheduling? The model itself, the scheduling is a little bit separate from the actual model, but the way that the model is managed is really through this centralized scheduling. And again, one of the changes was sort of change scheduling based on a number of different criteria to really kind of creating these predictive scheduling patterns. And so by having this scheduling pattern, essentially of 12-hour shifts, it affords the opportunity to really look out over a longer span and period of time to sort of plan your life, make appointments. We know that sometimes it's very difficult when you're working during the day to be able to schedule appointments for your children or for your family. Oftentimes that those are scheduled quite a ways out and then it becomes very difficult to determine whether you're going to get that day off or not. The benefit of the predictive scheduling is that you're able to look out that pattern repeats itself over repeats and repeats and repeats. So over an extended period of time, and you're able to look ahead and really map out your scheduling rather than the previous model, which was more of a 30-day look ahead to see what your schedule would be. So it really has the ability to enhance, and it has enhanced kind of that work-life balance planning for our colleagues and staff. It's been good. It's one of those things that initially people were kind of looking at it and not so happy with it. We did have some turnover because of it, and we're happy to say actually that we're having a lot of people come back because as we've moved through some of those pain points, people are really recognizing the benefit that that does have to be predictive and to have that centralized repository for a scheduling pattern. Well, I could see where being able to map out your schedule would be very beneficial. You did touch on work-life balance. I wonder if you can go into that a little bit more, what the work-life balance is like for nurses at SJH. I sure can. You know, I think in healthcare, we know that work-life balance, it's funny because it is hard to have a balance sometimes. Healthcare work is hard. There's no way to make it easy. I've been a nurse for almost 30 years, and there have been challenges throughout that period of time. It's never easy work, but hard work doesn't mean bad work. And so having the ability to look at a predictive schedule to perhaps have two or three 12-hour shifts with the remaining days off or the opportunity to pick up extra shifts at your leisure, you know, at your decision and planning, it does really help to be able to account for time off, to plan vacation time, to kind of bundle your days off or days on as works for you. Some people really like to work, they want to work three 12-hour shifts in a row and then have four days off. Other people want to kind of have work a couple days, have a couple days off, work another day. So these patterns really afford the opportunity for people to be able to flex to what works for them, for their families, for their lifestyle, and the things that they want to do. 
everybody's schedule and family and what they like to do in their off hours is different. So you mentioned flex, having that ability in there to make it work for your own family is really important and can contribute to a positive work-life balance. So another question, Suzanne, what role does the College of Nursing play in the relationship with the hospital? Oh, absolutely. We are very fortunate to have a College of Nursing. Not all hospitals or organizations do, and within the Trinity Health System, there are only a handful, really, that have a college program affiliated with the ministry, so we are very fortunate for that. It's a benefit to the college as well because our relationship affords them the ability to have a place where students can do their clinicals consistently. For a number of nursing programs, that becomes one of the biggest challenges is finding a place for all other students to do clinical work. So we're very fortunate that we have the opportunity to partner with our College of Nursing and entertain all of the clinical students throughout their programs, whether it's a two- or a four-year program, and then into some of their transition to practice experiences. And then we also are very fortunate that we get to begin recruiting and have a pretty high success rate with recruiting those staff into permanent positions as they graduate and move on to becoming professional nurses. And then let's stay on continuing opportunities. Can you talk more about the GN residency program and what are the continuing opportunities for professional growth in nursing? Well, we actually have a professional growth and development department and leader that's pretty new. We have had a strong educational program for our nurses after they graduate, but the nurse residency program is something that we have really begun more strongly recruiting into over the past several months. We've kind of re-identified how that graduate nurse residency program looks, what the opportunities are to try and diversify the opportunities that graduate nurses have. We do find, and certainly when a nurse goes into school, begins their program, a lot of them have kind of in mind what type of specialty that they want to go into. And sometimes that changes throughout the course of their clinical experiences. Sometimes it stays the same, but going to school and then getting out into the real world, into the the actual process, many times they have the opportunity to change their minds by either the relationships that they've developed on different units Or it might be, back to the work-life balance discussion, there might be a different pattern or scheduling type that is in a different specialty than they thought, so they have the opportunity to explore that. And the GN residency program really gives them the opportunity to look at a number of different types of specialties throughout their next year, which is really a transitional year in their professional growth. So these continual learning opportunities really set you up for consistent growth in your career. You know, if you think of a residency program for physicians, there's kind of different years and layers and levels. They have different expanded experiences after what they've received in some of their initial clinical experiences. So it's kind of just layering onto the foundation. Once you complete your program, you're eligible to sit for the boards. You take the boards and the majority of the time pass, become a registered nurse. But that's kind of just the next platform level. I mean, there's a lot more to learn. And the residency program really provides a very solid foundation for that next learning experience. Which is really 
important. And right now, there is a great opportunity for someone who wants to become a nurse because St. Joseph's Health is committed to giving nurses the opportunities and resources they need. You are now offering employment incentives and tuition benefits within their first 36 months. Tell us about that. That is correct. We have a number of different opportunities, layers of benefits for new nurses are eligible, graduate nurses, as we've talked about, also experienced. And then we have another platform for nurses who have left and are interested in coming back. We call them boomerangs or rehires. So potentially up to $10,000 in cash incentives over that period of time, the 36 months. In addition to that, the education tuition benefit of over $5,000 per year is also something that many of our nurses, all of our colleagues are really eligible for that, but our nurses certainly take advantage of because depending on what type of program they've gone to, where they are in their professional development, what their aspirations are over time, they can certainly continue their education while working in a predictable schedule pattern where they can accommodate their work-life balance and still take classes if desired. Right. That's really good. So thank you for explaining that to us. Last question then, Suzanne, for someone listening to this podcast who's thinking about getting into the nursing field. Why is this a, a rewarding field career to undertake? For someone listening, why should they become a nurse? Well, as we started with, or as I mentioned during part of this discussion, healthcare is hard. But nursing really is a calling. It's not for everyone, but we have great opportunities within the organization to come in at different levels, patient care techs and different kind of techs or assistants to see if it is the type of career. But our nurses, nursing is a special breed, but nursing at St. Joseph's Health, we have the opportunity to impact our community and our patients and our families in a way that no one else can. And the safety and security and the compassion that you're able to deliver as a nurse at the bedside is just a rewarding experience that it truly is a calling. Right. Absolutely. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for this information. We appreciate it. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And that is Suzanne Talarico. And to learn more, please visit sjhsyr.org slash nursing jobs. Once again, sjhsyr.org slash nursing jobs. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is St. Joseph's Health MedCast from St. Joseph's Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.